Welcome to Storytown's Voices from the Archives. In this audio clip from September of 2013, Ellen Hathaway shares a fun story about what the town of Jonesboro did when it ran out of room to house all of the students it had. Listen to what happened to her and her fourth grade class and where they went to study. I'm Ellen Hathaway, and my story has to do with going through school here in Jonesboro. I happened to be born up on Main Street in my grandmother's house. A Dr. Bowman from Johnson City delivered me. Mother and Daddy, of course, were living with Grandmother at that time. Grandmother's husband was deceased and she owned this house. We were away, Daddy's little family, uh, mother, my sister and I, were away for a while on a farm. That's an entirely different story. We returned to Jonesboro when I was about nine, maybe eight turning nine, and I entered the fourth grade in Jonesboro. We were the orphaned group of children. We had no place to go. The county had no room for its fourth grade children. (laughs) So you can only imagine where we must have met. We were in Sister's Row. It was the parsonage of the Methodist Church. Mm There were two classes there. One was a Mrs. Story, and the other lady, I'm not remembering her name, who was the other fourth grade teacher? Well, at any rate, this is where my schooling began in Jonesboro, was there. Now, what was very interesting, folks, there was no people who had extra weight on them at that time. We walked everywhere. I see a lot of nodding heads. (laughs) That was a time that uh, we walked everywhere. Our library was the Chester Inn. We walked there. Our PE class, When it was fit weather, we marched over to a dugout called a baseball field in front Uh, of the cemetery, cemetery, Maple Long. As a matter of fact, that's where we had our fall festivals. That's right. Anything going on. The doggy baseball games. And the doggy baseball games. (laughs) For lunch, our little crowd at school on Main Street. Some of us went home to eat. A lot of people who lived downtown walked home to raid parents' refrigerators. (laughs) That's what we did. (laughs) Some people brought a nose bag. They carried their lunch. Some people managed to walk 
to the schoolhouse that housed grades one through three. And that is still standing where the superintendent's office is now. That cafeteria, by the way, was on the lower level of that building. I have no memory of having eaten there. So we walked everywhere. That particular year that mother and daddy's family came back to Jonesboro, they rented a room. And it is, of course, the Blair Moore house right now. So as we, uh, we got to hike everywhere. And believe it or not, it was one Sunday mother took a picture of that, of where we were. While I'm on that particular building, my mother had lived there with her family, which is part of the love story. In 1931, she carved her initials and the date, it's on the back of there, in the basement of that building. Her father was the miller at that time. And two years later, he passed away. I found, I knew what my grandmother had told me in years past, and mother had told me as well in her latter years, that her father and her mother were going to buy a plot of land and to build on. When grandmother told me about that plot of land, she pointed to the house where Jimmy Ryan now lives. Now, just of late, I have found on the back of one of the little sheets that was at the mill, the uh, order sheets that was at the mill. It was folded up, I, I have it with me, it, and it will fit what I think is a man's billfold. All the folds are colored with age. And on the back of that is a hand drawing of a house to be built, the floor plan. I know without being able to prove it, this was the house that was to have been built on the land where your dad bought. Right? Because granddaddy, I did not know him, he died in 33. Mother's invitation on that brick is 31. So it was in the process. Yeah. And when I found that, that was chilling to my soul. Chilling, it really was. But anyway, I knew that story from both of my parents. Um, now, I did lose track of my schooling story. <laughs> when we last left, uh, there was a cafeteria where the uh, superintendent's office is now um, in grades one through three, but that was more hiking. Most people either went home or brought their brown bag. Correct. We hiked, um, uh, we did not go over to the cemetery area too frequently in, as a fourth grader. That came much later when we were fifth, sixth, seventh, and on. What we did do for recess, 
We would go out into the backyard of Sisters Row. In the backyard was a shed. For some reason, it had a pole on it. That was the most exciting thing for a bunch of 10, 9, 10-year-old people was to climb the pole. The boys usually took over because they were mightier than the girls anyway. <laughs> they played ball. We all played a little bit of ball back there. But the whole idea was to smack a ball into the creek. <laughs> and then the boys, the girls didn't want to play with a wet ball. So that was their entertainment with us. Another little neat thing that we like to do, the sewage lines that run across that creek in that backyard were wide enough for little children to walk across. And we did. That was big adventure. So this was our fourth grade. All of a sudden, now we get to move up the following year to the big school. This is the one with all the steps in it. And there, we had, we still had the same routine for eating and going home for lunch and that sort of thing. One of the neatest things the boys did particularly at recess, to play King on the Mountain on that big bank. Now, as soon as they got started, the next thing you knew, they're down on the sidewalk, and they're scooting right on down to Buddy Grisham's. That's where cigarettes are sold. <laughs> <laughs> and that was what was happening there. Uh, the girls got to sit on the steps of that very old building that was well greased with oil. I don't know why we didn't care, but we didn't. We played jack rocks until our hands looked like we had been in a pitch pot. It was awful, but we did. We went downstairs to a gym. There was a gym down there. And when all of us got to dancing, oh, we, we did all kinds of little fun dances down there for PE. But it was so dusty, we danced in a little dust storm. <laughs> it was nice to come from underneath that very old building. So that was our experience there. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Voices from the Archives, a Storytown podcast production.